I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear. Okay, I have a big question for you. We just passed the new year. Are you a New Year's resolution kind of girl or not? I am. You are? Did you make one? Yeah. What yeah, was it? A couple of them. So I have I have an income goal. Um, because I have a new program that I'm making that I'm really excited about. So I set a really big income goal for that. Um, we have a conversation as a as a family, um, and come up with some New Year's resolutions or goals goals for the year. So mine, oh, and I want to read. So I'm not a reader. I suck at reading. You need to start reading. I'm so bad. And uh, so I set a goal to read a book a month um, and an income goal. Those are my only two goals this year. I don't like a lot of goals. I don't, and I don't like them to be too detailed. I don't know. I get overwhelmed really fast. I need things simple. Do you set goals? I'm not a huge goal setter. I'm not going to lie. I tend to wing everything from the seat of my pants. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just my nature. I tend to set like moods as opposed to like concrete goals. So like, I like it. This is the first year I haven't set one. And I think I'm just really experiencing decision fatigue. So if there's a word for the opposite of decision fatigue, I feel like that should be my word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like action or inspiration? Well, and I think, so the way that I kind of conceptualize goals is I group them into like three areas of my life, wealth, health, and relationships. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe this year my focus should maybe be on relationships. I don't know. I just, like I said, I am really struggling with decisions at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes there's just, you know, it, nothing that is, I don't know, in, inspiring you or like jumping out. And I think that those seasons are okay too. Yeah. You know, with, with my clients, I'm always talking about having goals because Mm -hmm. if they don't have goals then what do we have to work towards together I need to know what they want so that I can help them get there Um, and sometimes they don't have goals are so hard to make (laughs) they're so hard to make they're so hard to make yeah Um, one thing that I do with my clients who don't know what they want so they come to me because their their money's a mess and you know and they they are paycheck to paycheck and they're feeling broke and they can't seem to pay off this you know five thousand dollar credit card they pay it off they rack it back up you know that's a really typical scenario um kind of in that rat race and then they come to me and they say well my goal is to have a budget that's a lame goal nobody 
wants a budget. Come on. Okay, like I want to pay off debt. No, you don't. You'd rather go on vacation with that money. That's not a goal. Or they just really don't know what they want. Uh, sometimes yeah. we'll set like a, okay, if you don't have a goal, then your goal is going to be to have 20 grand in your bank account. We yeah. can figure out what to do with that 20 grand later. There's no such thing as having too many $20,000 bank accounts. We don't have a problem with that. So let's just set, a, it's a, maybe it's not a goal. Maybe it's a target, right? Yeah. So that's something that we can see and work towards to achieve. And as we get closer, we can maybe gain some clarity on is it a vacation? Is it their retirement account? Is a is it a renovation at their house? Like, what are we going to do with this with this twenty grand? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those like I don't know, and eighty percent is better. Or eighty, yeah. what is it like eighty percent and and done is better than a hundred percent and not. Um, like, who cares if the goal is perfect? Just set something because if we don't have a reason why to take action, then why would we take action? Right. And I think sometimes just talking about what sucks right now or what you're looking forward to in the future can help someone like us identify what your goal actually is. Like when I start working with clients, one of the first things that I do is I ask them three questions. And the first one is what does financially secure mean to you? Like, just tell me what that, those two words put together financially secure. What does it mean? When you, when I say that, what do you see? What do you think? What do you feel? Uh, The next question I ask is, in the next one to three years, what event accomplishment, if achieved, would you consider a success? And then I say, close your eyes. It's the fall of 2033. What are you doing? What are you planning? What are you working towards for the next 10 years? Yeah. And it by, by hearing their answers to those questions, I can kind of put stakes in the sand and saying, well, if financially secure means this to you, then that tells me short, medium, and long-term goals. Mm-hmm. If over the next one to three years, this would you would consider a success, that tells me these are your short, medium, and long-term goals. Yeah. And so it just kind of allows us to have a conversation. See, I need a me. <laughs> We all need a me. Yeah. I need somebody to ask me these questions and Uh then hold me accountable to answer them. Totally. Yeah. We all do. We all do. But those, those kind of visions I think are important. Like I can remember doing one of those exercises. I don't even know if we have kids yet. And like writing down like this vision statement of driving my kids to school, like being there for like breakfast and you know, not having to run rush out the door in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like the, I have that. Did did writing down that vision help? I I don't I don't know. But looking backwards, it feels like it did. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But- having something to to plan towards and to achieve is a lot more fun than the opposite. Um, and one strategy that I've used with clients trying to determine their goals is tell me what you don't want tell me what you don't want 
right? Okay, Maybe so the goal I, is the opposite. So if I were to ask you that question, tell me what you don't want. How would you answer it? I don't want to, um, I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. Okay. Um, I don't want to have a nine to five. Uh, say no to my kids when they have an opportunity to, you know, try out for a team that's going to require traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to have to make decisions about like the care for my aging parents mm. and not having enough money. I don't want them living in some yucky place. I don't want a car that breaks down. I don't want you know financial stress yeah I don't want debt so you know my all of my goals are like the financial goals I don't get really specific they're just real big picture Mm -hmm. I want four hundred thousand dollars in this account I want a hundred thousand dollars in this account I you know just like the the big stuff and I know that sometimes we should be more timely and more specific, like setting smart goals. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I feel constricted mm-hmm. by goals a lot of the time. And I think a lot of people feel that way, mm-hmm. um, like, and, and worried about not achieving them. Life often doesn't go according to plan. And so when we plan everything out and we don't leave room for the variables that get thrown at us, we can feel really crappy, mm-hmm. and like failure. And then by the time you get to our age, like we're both uh, approaching 40, I'm a little bit closer to 40 than you. And like, I don't know, we've had enough of those goals that didn't happen that we don't like to set goals anymore. Hey, Megan here. I don't mean to interrupt the episode, but I just wanted to pop in and say how grateful Lindsay and I are to have you choose us to be in your earbuds today. If you have a quick second, we will really appreciate you hitting the subscribe and leaving us a five-star review. It really helps us promote our podcast more than you know. Now on to the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right it's like why did we do that we just feel like crap um <laughs> so for me like a goal without some, like I don't know you need a bit of a plan and some context but mm-hmm. not too much of a plan yeah I can't say so I want to read 12 books a, this year I if I said I need to read like 10 pages a day or 10 minutes a day like I'm probably gonna fail that in the first week because something's gonna come up and it's not going to happen would you consider it a success if you read a book, but it was an audio book instead of physical? Would that be considered as one of your 12? Funny, because I'm both reading and listening to the same book right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book club meeting tonight, and I'm not done the book, so I'm speeding through it on audio. Um, I will probably check it off my list, but I won't pat myself on the back. Interesting. So maybe... Yeah you need to be less stringent on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't have, you want to read. I don't want to learn. Like my objective is not learning. My objective is to get my eyeballs off of my screen. Off of the screen. Interesting. But yeah. what if while you were reading through your earballs instead of your eyeballs, you were walking or laying on the couch or watching a 
sports thing of your children or something. Totally. Well, like I say, I think to me, I'm still like, I'm happy enough that I'll check it off the list, but I'm not going to be proud of it and pat myself on the back. I like what I'm doing this round of a little bit of this and a little bit of that read when I can and listen when I can. But I also like, here's an example of things not going according to plan. Right. So I say, I'm going to read a book because I want to stop scrolling at night Mm -hmm. at the exact same time as we go and plan a nearly month long trip with our two children to Southeast Asia. (laughs) There's a lot of reading and learning you need to do for a trip like that. Mm -hmm. I need to, we're going to six different cities. I need to find us six different hotels. It's a lot of reading and learning. So while I want to stop scrolling, I'm currently in a phase of like, I'm the trip isn't planned yet. So I need to be doing that scrolling. It's not mindless. <clears throat> and so I'm trying to be gentle with myself in that, you know, listening is reasonable too. And I think we all need to do that, right? <clears throat> if we want to save $10,000 and, you know, halfway through, we're not at five yet, like that's okay. Let's mm-hmm. look for ways to save ten thousand dollars. You can mm-hmm. save it all a day if you get super creative. Like it doesn't matter how we get to the goal. Um, and um, but I do also think that there's a pitfall in not giving any checkpoints because then you can get into month twelve and you've saved nothing, right? So reminding yourself of, of that goal and encouraging yourself to um, to achieve the goal. Mm-hmm. But I think really what we're saying is that neither one of us are awesome goal setters. No, I think you're right. I think, uh, and we both have different approaches. Like when you were saying you have an income goal for your business, I think that that's something that may be unique to people like you and I who own businesses, where that's something we, we need to create for ourselves. Otherwise, like we don't have a job that just pays us a paycheck. We have to set an income goal. Whereas, you know, my husband, he just goes to work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if he yeah. wanted to change his income, he would find a different job. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's multifacets. Like you created an income goal because unfortunately that's a reality for you. Totally. If yeah. you didn't do that. And also awesome that it's a reality because I can make whatever I want. That's right. And then it's working backwards. So one of those things, like I have last year, my goal was to create, uh, I wanted my emergency fund to be as fully funded as possible. So I set a big goal of $10,000. I wanted to have contributed to that emergency account. And then I said, okay, if I want $10,000 in there, that means every Friday, this is the amount that I have to contribute into it. Anything less, I won't meet my goal. Anything more, I'll get to my goal quicker. And I think it was, it was based on a feeling just because I wanted to feel more. I mean, I hate to, I wanted to feel more adult. Like I feel like I remember my, I'm like Lindsay said, we're both approaching 40. I remember my parents being 40 mm-hmm. and I am not there. 
Like, I feel like who gave me this adult license? Like, I did not take the course. I did not take the test. I should not have my adult license. I really want to feel more secure so that if something happens, I think it could have been to like going through COVID where I, it's not that I couldn't work because I could, but there were so many distractions here at home. Like my husband's a teacher. So I just let him have my office. So I was working from upstairs in the dining room or wherever I could find a spot because he's so incredibly loud. It's like the teacher voice, I guess, which he didn't dim down, even though he was part <laughs> of a computer. Um, so I had him home who was really loud. I had all four kids home, which actually wasn't that bad. My two oldest were pretty independent about doing their online learning. And the two youngest, to be completely fair, spent a lot of time watching TV, playing outside, going to my mom and dad's, you know, doing other stuff besides school. Um, but there was just like constant interruption. So I felt like I wasn't, I couldn't take on new clients because I was already at capacity, yeah. um, which limited my income. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I just want something to fall back on. Should I be in that situation again? And so feeling more adult, feeling more secure to me meant having more money in my emergency fund that we could dip into if we needed it. I think that, uh, I think we all need to know what we want if we want to get there. Yeah. It's not saying that you're going to end up in some awful, horrible spot if you don't set that intention first. Yeah. Um, you know, you can float to some pretty great destinations, um, but having navigation will get you there quicker and easier, maybe a little bit safer. Um, I would encourage anybody listening if they don't have a goal to set a goal. And if you don't know what that goal is, like pick a number out of a hat Mm -hmm. and start saving towards that mm -hmm. uh, we get so caught up in should this go towards retirement should this go on my kids resp for education should it go on my credit card should it you know go here like there's a million different things that we can do go save up five grand and figure out what to do with it then you know um and if five grand is a small number to you go save 50 grand and figure out what to do with it then uh doing something is always better than nothing. And, you know, my equivalent to that right now is listening to my Michelle Obama book on Audible instead of reading it in paper form. Which book are you reading of hers? The first one. So good. Okay. So good. I'm on chapter nine. I've read that book twice. Have you? He is a phenomenal storyteller. Yes. If anybody listening hasn't read that book, you need to read it. It is so good. So opposite to Lindsay, I am an active reader. I will, I read both eyeballs, earballs, all the things I love reading. And that's actually one of the things that has been frustrating the mo me the most with my kids is none of them are, I mean, the two youngest are still too young, but my oldest two are not readers. Lindsay. You, you need to be a reader. It <laughs> It's one of the reasons that I want to read is because my kids do not see Graham and I ever pick up a book. 
which I think is a great way to set your goals. <laughs> great way to, to check in on your habits is like, is this the example that you want to set for your kids? Right. And they never, ever see us pick up a book. I mean, I don't even use a cookbook. I go on to like recipes.com or like my tasty app or something. Like, they don't, yeah. they don't see me touch paper ever. And I don't know if I'm an a natural reader, just I would have been this way, even if I grew up now where yeah. there's so much more options. I grew up rurally in Canada, so we didn't really have TV. We had the three channels, um, two and four, and sometimes we got nine, sometimes we didn't. So nine was the channel that had like Pokeroo. Like, do you, did you watch Pokeroo? No. I have no idea what you're talking Maybe that about. was a TVO <laughs> thing. Maybe that was an Ontario thing. But it had like Reading Rainbow, like those after. Oh, I remember Reading Rainbow. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't always get that one depending on reception, but I definitely got two and four and that was it. And so I was a big reader of like Goosebumps and Fear Street and Babysitter Club. And then everybody in my, all my friends in my community and relatives, we would trade books. So that when we were done one, so it was like entertainment, but then it was also like, I was part of a bigger collective where we kind of like Pokemon cards, how I feel like right now with my kids, like they're all yeah. Pokemon cards, which to me is just garbage. What's the point? I'm just looking at my kids' goals for this year. And the little one has read 15 chapter books on his list. Wow. And I think, so we're coming up to the end of January. I think he's at two or three already. Um, I mean. And when's your trip? Uh, March. So that will be a really good opportunity too, to be able to like sit on the plane and read. Yes. I'm, both my kids are traveling with iPhones in their hand um, for both safety and uh, camera. Um, and if anybody has any good recommendations for like apps or books on Apple um, for kids, because books are heavy and we are not taking luggage, we are just backpacking. Um, so we can't take a bunch of books for our 16 hours of flights. Uh, so if anybody has any suggestions, let us know. Um, so, and also like, if you're a really great goal setter, can you like help a mom out over here? Because clearly this is an area um, that Megan and I could get a little bit better at. Um, and uh, if you're like us, let us know, <laughs> drop us a message. Hope, uh, we had fun listening to our chat about all things and a little bit of goals today thanks for spending your time with us today if you heard anything that piqued your interest check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there your homework for today go talk to someone about your money either your spouse your kids your co-worker or a licensed professional and if you don't like those humans today we're always talking in Lindsay's facebook group black is the new red so join us over there head over to facebook type in black is the new red you'll see so many amazing like-minded individuals in there trying to get better asking the right questions supporting one another we look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines
Cheers. <laughs>